Hi, this is Bob Wells here, and welcome to Undercurrent Stories. This is the show where we hear about people's interests and uncover some fascinating stories at the same time. I hope you enjoy today's show. In today's show, I'm delighted to be joined by Yumiko Jones. Yumiko started the Bristol Japanese Culture Society in 2008 after coming to the UK originally in 2001. She's made it her mission to educate people in the city about the rich Japanese culture. In her words, it is much more than just about sushi. Hello and welcome to the show, Yumiko. Hello, thank you for having me. It's great that you've come on. Thank you so much. Um, So so how are things, obviously, you know, we've had the COVID situation over the last year. How have things been for you? Yeah, it's been it's been actually great for me because I never have a this time longer holiday being paid before. So <laughs> I enjoy it, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry for my husband, but <laughs> Yeah. So you you've actually it's actually been quite good for you in some ways. Yeah, yeah, it is good for me. The I I, I meant to do lots of things that before, but yeah. I was too busy working so I couldn't do. So I doing more for origami or like um, making Japanese culture tradition things around my house. So yeah, I can spend time more. I think yeah, I think for for everybody it's been tough, and some some people obviously particularly tough. Uh, but I think for a lot of people it's been an opportunity to explore other stuff, and you know life yeah. life's been can be simpler, but. Uh, no, it's, I, I think, think it's been so. generally pretty tough. Anyway, before we talk about Japanese culture and the society that, that you, you run, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your life's journey and how you decided to base your life in the UK, please, Yumiko? Um, so I, I, I mean to England. Well, I guess I always wanted to go abroad from Japan since I was quite... 10, I want to see the world because I think Japan is not only the world. So yeah. then, I, yeah, then uh, I want to come to you to Europe first of all. Okay. Then, then I like fashion. I'm, I'm a profession as a hairdresser. I really like fashion. Then I was looking around, but anyway, in Europe, I can't speak the language, so. Based on that, the English is kind of most yeah. opportunity to yeah. Then then London fashion it's really funky enough for me to come. So then worked in London for seven years. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. and that introduced you to London. Um, and where whereabouts do you come from in Japan? What part of Japan? Uh, I'm from south of Japan. It's called the uh, Fukuoka, yeah. um, which is uh eighth biggest city in Japan. Okay. So the population of about 1,500 million yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Because... Um, mm. Japan and, and the UK are they're on a similar latitude, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are quite similar. I'm quite surprised that the uh, we both are islands, yeah, so not the continent. So we don't really tell things that directly, or no, always it has to be indirect. Or yeah, and a good old English, a, a typical English question: How's the weather in Japan compared with with the UK? Ah, uh, 
we definitely have a proper four seasons in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, because I guess probably the attitude in UK is more north, so relatively more colder and then yeah. cloudier. Yeah. I, I When I think of Japan, I, th- I think of those those lovely spring blossoms on trees. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It's in uh, in this about the season, end of March to April, only two weeks. But that's Japanese soul, I think. Everybody, like, yeah, yeah everybody excited about it. But then I think Japan is so long country, you don't realize that north is closer to Russia, south is closer to Hawaii. So it's a long stretched country. So the uh, various weather you can actually see yeah that's it's a country i'd love to go to perhaps talk about that a bit later on so when, when you yeah. came to um when you came to settle in bristol um mm-hmm. what what sort of numbers of japanese people were, were there much of an expat population of japanese people living in bristol and so when i came into bristol i suppose it was about a few hundred people in bristol southwest yeah and I think come along about 10 years, I think increase it to like uh, 1,000 or a couple of thousand people now, I assume. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think it's quite increased people who live yeah. in uh, Bristol, southwest. And how, how did you find, when you came to Bristol, how did you find settling in, into the uh, the Bristol way of life? Uh, luckily, my husband have family and friends in Bristol so uh, they helped me to introduce me to go to pubs and all the music industry and to help me to settle in down I suppose and yeah. also I have a more Japanese friend wife's friends in Bristol then can share the your experience and all that stuff yeah so, so, so your husband's English he's English yes yeah yeah and um and and so when when you gradually got into the Bristol way of life, why mm-hmm. did you do or what what sort of thoughts did you have about having a society in Bristol? What 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 inspired you to do that? Um, basically, I was um, helping the Japanese society Jap- introducing like a Japanese culture in Bath. In Bath. Um, yeah, in yeah, Bath. Yeah. So that was quite popular. We all did the Japanese. Uh, introducing Japanese culture to raising the money for the Tohoku Japanese earthquake in 2001. Yes. Uh, 2011. So um, um, then I was helping that, and then the Basque people are more united and powerful. And why I cannot do in Bristol? That's why, like, yeah, okay. And I got, I've been in Bristol 10 years. I got lots of connection now. So why don't I? start doing it yeah. that's how i yeah how i started so so the bath japanese society that it, it was more vibrant there was more going on yeah yes because of the uh, bath and uh, Beppu, which is in the island the small city there is a uh, twinning cities so they are more organized and yeah. city-wise they like, yeah they yeah. do more yeah and in, that- and how many number? How many members do you have in in the um, Japanese society in Bristol? Uh, so our society actually we don't do that style of uh, membership yet. Ah, oh. oh, okay. So yeah, so so anybody who 
can help me. That's that's more than welcome. So yeah. in in the future, we really wanted to become more like a membership system. What's the point being a membership or yeah? And, it, and is it to... is it just for Japanese people or, or can other people come? Um, I aim for more for like uh, local people to involve us to understand in the Japanese culture. Yeah. Um, and also my aim is to make in this society is the job the introduce Japanese culture to children. Yes. Because when you are small and experience in the another culture, that's privilege and then change your mind, broad your mind and it's good for your education, I suppose. So And how how would you describe the, the sort of essence the essence of Japanese style? I mean, I, I'm thinking of um, Ikebana. Is it Ikebana or Ikebana? Ikebana, yeah. I, Ikebana, Ikebana yeah. yeah, which is very minimal and almost has like a spiritual quality. Does that go right through all, all culture, do you think? Um, I guess they are like, um, in terms of not only Ikebana, it's all the minimalism and style. It's kind of well known as Zen and all this kind of spiritual minimalism style yeah well i guess more for more for like the japanese gardens are well calculated the minimalism of beauty in a way i think yes and yeah that's i think it's quite related to um swedish the culture as well because they they also use like uh maximize the space to minimize the all the furnitures and all that stuff yes. and i'm quite surprised that when i went to sweden they do have a strong connection with japan too and they've got the higa thing haven't they yeah yeah is, so, um, and that's similar as well is it yeah so went to the um uh, folk house in sweden yeah and north from stockholm and there is a Apparently they had a Japanese culture events there, oh, right. and they say mm, they saying how they used to live in people in the house. The layout is kind of quite similar to how we used to live in in the old days in Japan's house. I think. Yeah, that that that's very mm. interesting. That's very interesting. So so um, minimal amount of stuff in in the house. I would suggest. Yeah, minimise and uh, maximise yeah. the space, I suppose. Yeah. I, th I think over the last year where I've been working at home, I think I've been doing that. <laughs> but that's really <laughs> continual tidying up in my little house, in my house, in my study, yeah. my little study, just to make sure I, oh. I can actually live and work I in it. So I, I think a lot of people can uh, can see that. Um, I think, um, yeah. Sorry, you were saying. Uh, no, the um, I thought the uh, that's really good for your spiritual mind as well, isn't it? Like a uh, little for the clutters, and then therefore you can actually think better if you surrounded by the clutter. It's just like a spread your mind, so like uh, your minds go away easily. So it's kind of related to Zen. Yeah, absolutely. De yeah, de definitely. Mm. I I um I relish a trip to the local council t uh, dump. Where I can uh -huh. I can get rid of stuff, uh, which has built up over the years, and and particularly as they recycle it, and you know it's going to a good cause, and it frees frees you up. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Um. So when when you have the events for the the uh, the Japanese Culture Society, 
Um, I guess obviously over the last year it's had to be remote, but normally would you do a talk to a load of people? Is that how it works? And so normally the um, I well I guess it's only started from two thousand last well, set off from start two thousand seventeen, and actually I did the events in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So it's not so long ago. No. But um. Generally, I do try to talk to you about my Japanese culture. Now, I wear kimono most of the time, talk around, walk around, and see actually the people recognize what what is what it is, uh, what she dressing like, and yes. um, people are. I guess many people know what is kimono is, perhaps. But however, my friend told me, even though you wearing kimono, that the people ask you if you were Chinese or something. So oh, really? I kind of yeah. <laughs> so which is I guess like a for white Caucasian or people who doesn't have an acknowledge then like Chinese or Japanese all the same anyway, perhaps. But which is a bit annoyed about it. So yeah, that's bet. why I I asked Jess that to do that interview about the uh, Japanese people we are Japanese people, not the same as Chinese people. And also, as you know, you might read about the BBC article, the, my first client asked me about like, so, you're from Japan, which part of China are you from? Oh, really? So, yeah. That's I terrible. I was so, so shocked <laughs> yeah. that Japan is not recognized as a country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's does. quite surprising. So so it's great to hear that you 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 sort of wear your kimono out most of the time, not not just for for sort of, you know, the, the society dues. You you would wear it around around the city. Yeah, and also when I was working as well, I'm wearing kimono to cut in all the people's hair, so which amuse all the clients. Yeah. As well. So yeah. yeah. So what sort of reaction do you get from people when when um you tell them actually no, I'm not from China. I'm I'm from Japan. How do they react? Most of people don't care, really, no. to be honest. No, no. Because um, I think it's significant. They don't really know what the difference is. Yeah. We all just look the same. Yeah. Well. But. Yeah. So, obviously, this this show that with this episode that you're kindly taking part in, we haven't got. Um, the amount of time to talk about all of Japanese culture. But I think listeners yeah. would love to have a flavour of some of the aspects of Japanese culture. Would you be able to share some of that with us, please, Yamoka? Yeah. Um, so so Japanese culture, it costs so much culture, influence, and it's surprisingly um, Japan and UK has shared like say like a pottery culture in Cornwall, their masters they in and out exchange all their their techniques and that stuff. Or nowadays I think it's all the famous uh, chefs, the celebrity chefs are they using more like a Japanese ingredients and Japanese words such as like umami or that kind of soya sauce yeah. or that kind of stuff and. And also, oh yeah, in Japan, it's really foodie people. So yeah. the most Michelin star uh, restaurants in the world. Yes, food is a big, big part of the culture. I think so, because when I start 
when I ask in around, so I want to do the uh, events, what should I do? They all ask in around the Japanese, Japanese uh, events must have a food because Japanese is more as, yeah, associated with food, I suppose. Yeah. Or for the architects and the product design. Yeah. Or, or games and animes more, more than days, perhaps. Yeah, there's, there's so many different aspects of, of Japanese culture. Yeah, there? and also like a karaoke is a Japanese word. It's so much imported word in the UK now. Sorry, what, what was that word? Karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah, you yeah. know the karaoke in English? Oh, sorry, ka- the, karaoke. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. Japanese word, singing yeah. in front of people. Yeah, it's everywhere, isn't it? it, it yeah. It's Japanese culture's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah, exactly. everywhere yeah, you go. So. So, so for yes. me to ask you to tell me all about Japanese culture would take a take ages, wouldn't it? A week or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah. Yes, because like Japan also has a long history. So yeah, yeah, so much things. And what, what about the the sort of martial arts? Is that something that you um, you get into at all? Um, so martial arts, the so we we use to show as a kendo, judo, and or the aikido. And also, I, it's really new martial arts. It's called the Shintaido. Yeah. It's used a wooden sword and mimic of the, the emotion of the, the samurai. Yeah. But it, which is like a spiritual uh, aspect in influence because how you throw the sword. Yeah. That the, um, if you not concentrate, it won't drop that to the target. Right. Or yeah, so it is really interesting. It's, it's similar to yoga, I suppose. The yoga pose. If you not concentrate, you're not gonna get that pose properly. Yeah. Like a tree pose or something. Yeah. So is that something that um, you've got your husband to get involved with at all? Uh, my husband tried to get into uh, uh, kendo. So he's quite good at to uh, that. He he was good at to the kiai, which yeah. is like uh, making a noise. But he couldn't walk properly because the oh. way how we walk, it's called suriyashi, is so difficult for English people to do somehow. Yeah, because your feet yeah. keep keep still keep stay in the floor to go forward right don't lift your feet yeah. but you move forward it's and what's what's that called yomoko suriyashi su su suriyashi suriyashi yes right and that's that's um that's with swords yeah that's really hard for him to do but which is really important for us to do that all this movement yeah yeah, I think it's the history-wise. You wouldn't make the noise when you walk around because in Japanese house we don't wear the shoes, no. so we do walk smoothly. Yes. In if you lift it, your feet up, you make a noise. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I think history-wise, it's most of the Japanese historical movie they're showing about what how people walk in this. It's that way, yeah. so, so One part of the culture that I have always 
found fascinating, and I hope mm-hmm. I pronounce it correctly, is Kintsugi. Yes. Where, where, could you tell us a bit about that, please? Uh, so Kintsugi is the um, made in, I think it's Edo period, is, is started to the, uh, some posh, the pottery being broken, and yeah. then the, um, to how to fix that uh, bowl, the tea ceremony bowls use uh, gold to making things even more beautiful. Yes. Then that's how it started. So the uh, I think English, I think it's philosophically is really beautiful. So yeah. if it's broken, just throw away. Yeah. The, you have, you must reuse it and even make it things more beautiful to con- continuously usable. So, so that is that is the ultimate upcycling. Yes. That's fantastic, isn't it? To actually yeah. not throw it away, to actually make it more beautiful and. and so, so they, yeah. they use the gold as, as part of the adhesive and the glue to put it together again. Yeah, so use use the gold to glue together yeah. for the part of the pot. Yeah. Then that's how they make it. So, yeah. so, and forgive me if this is a bit naive, does that mean then if, if um, a typical Japanese family breaks some pottery, they, they would automatically uh, glue it together or would they throw it away in, in normal times? Because... Uh, I guess we in Japan, Japanese, the philosophy quite similar to the uh, Irish philosophy, which is like a paganism. The uh, we have everything has a spirit, and then you have you must be careful what you're using, and then like taking down to the generation to order each items. Yeah. So so it means that the. I think that that's the tea, like a Japanese philosophy that to say that broken things, what you make it, yeah, get together to get beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. It makes sense. And, and do you do you think most people? Uh, I mean, so so we're talking about we're sort of getting into into religion on this. Um, the well, I'm not sure about the religion. Perhaps it's part of religion, but that perhaps that's kind of how we raise how yeah. you grow up. So it's just a way of where you're brought up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you must be grateful for everything. So even you eat, eat it before before you eat, you say itadakimasu after you finish food, and then arigatsuosama or each arigato gozaimasu or that kind of action and words are like are more related to spiritual yeah in a way and is, is that is that um spirituality as common and popular now as it's ever been um some people just don't dig into the deep Philosophy. Therefore, people, some people are against this idea of itadakimasu arigato. But what people say arigato, but gotsosama itadakimasu is a very spiritual word. Yeah. So yeah, people against saying they they think that's a religious word. But I think it's down to the like few thousand years of the. Japanese psychology and philosophy. I yeah, suppose. so so the the, the mm. children are passed it down by their parents and so on. Mm-hmm. 
So I think so. Good at them, Buddhism and all that stuff, I suppose. Yeah. And and in terms of fashion, I mean, you, meant, you mentioned that you um, you do hair. Um, yes. But in, in terms of Japanese fashion, does it remain quite classic or are there sort of new things coming in all the time? What What's the current state of Japanese fashion? Current state of Japanese fashion... I think Japanese are really good at remaking, creating things. So, uh, yeah. and unique fashion. So, it's like uh, all these anime fashions and uh, cosplay and, and also the subculture fashions. The subculture. Subculture, yeah, such yeah. as anime, gaming industry, and. Yeah. And all this, like a cyber kind, or well, a cafe, or those kind of super unique yeah. fashions. So they, I think it's the the TV series they doing like a dog grooming things. Also, they said the Japanese style of dog grooming style, which making like anime. Yeah. Are there any aspects of, of Japanese culture that perhaps most people in the UK wouldn't know about? Well, I guess the like, Japanese people love jazz jazz music. And if you go to Japan, music everywhere. Yes, they love jazz music. If you go anywhere in Europe, they go jazz uh, concert. Yeah. Always Japanese people there. Is that right? That's interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and when you go to Japan, you can hear jazz or those kind of uh music everywhere even in a cafe or like japanese tea shop or any kind of japanese place but always like a jazz soft jazz playing background music even in a lift as well oh really so 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 if you want to open a business in um, japan uh, always put your go-to music on which is a bit of jazz you'll be okay yeah, jazz is a super huge thing. And also, it's interesting. My husband likes all the music and he collecting all the vinyls and he collecting like a Japanese psychedelic bands. Probably they don't know, well known in Japan, but then well known in uh, any other country, maybe. Psychedelic band, did you say? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. psychedelic yeah. or, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. It's quite and- interesting. So, which is quite good in Bristol, those kind of band came in to Bristol and see and actually if the Japanese band and I can talk to them <laughs> yeah that, that must be really good <laughs> yeah, yeah another yeah, thing that, that yeah, another thing that Japan's very famous for now and it's developed it over the last probably 30 40 years is the whiskey industry isn't it oh yeah 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 whiskey is yeah because it Big started stuff. from 1920s it's so it originated in the 1920s right Yes. So yeah. beforehand, the whiskey probably doesn't exist in Japan. And, no. and the one guy came into Scotland to learn how to brew the whiskey yeah. and bring it back to Hokkaido, which is north of Japan, and which is the soil and the landscape is quite similar to Scotland. So they started to brew. Yeah. And that's the how they started the uh, whiskey. And then at the moment, now is the best whiskey a single malt yeah 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 so he, he's a very famous man that guy um yeah he was in a drama japanese drama in a few years ago was he about the uh, how to brew the whiskey oh, right. through the jewelry in a war as well 
Yeah. And yeah. That's an, that, we, that must be an interesting story. Is that drama available still? Uh, not sure, because no. Japan is very strict about the who can watch now stuff. So oh, really? I was watching it in illegally, but yeah, yeah it, it is really fascinating because he had a Japanese wife and an uh, uh, no, English wife yes. who met in Scotland and then uh, she actually came into Japan, want to stay with him. Yeah. But because of the war, she, she must, because uh, the England was became uh, enemy. So yeah. she, she gonna be in prison just because she was English. So she must have gone back to Scotland, I think, oh, right. at that time. It's kind of a sad story, but... Yeah, it is. Yeah, that... around that time being developed, all the whiskey is... I think it's almost run out now, so yeah. you cannot get that same quality anymore. Right, <laughs> okay. So, and, and since you've been in the UK, are, are there any similarities that you've noticed between Japan and the UK? Um, so as I mentioned that before, but the personality and and how behavior, yeah, um, yeah, I suppose I think in both country people nations are uh, they think is the best in the world. That kind of attitude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, for for listeners who have been inspired listening to Yimoka and and want to find out more about Japanese culture, how can they find out more? Um, actually, in London, there is a Japan house in Kensington High Street, and they do actually they do show all this like a post Japanese culture and, and Japanese all the technology to the traditional culture things, and also you can actually go to the Japanese embassy. Yes, they, you can. They do have a. Ex- temporary exhibition in a routine and also there is a library as well so you can actually have a look and um, probably it's finished now but the VNA used to do the kimono exhibition yeah and um, and the Japanese Japan Center which is in London too and they do have like all these Japanese books the potteries and like a sake food and you can eat the food as well you can experience mini Japan things yeah I'll put all that on the show notes then Yumoka so people yeah yeah can, yeah, uh, yeah that'd be good that. no so, that, that's excellent um now yeah. one of the places I think I mentioned earlier in the show I would love to go to Japan and so for anybody that would like to come to, like to go and visit Japan mm-hmm. uh what would you suggest? I mean, it's it's quite a, a big country to see, isn't it? What what would you, what would yes. you suggest is a good start for them? How how where would they go? Um, depends on what you wanted to see, really. Yeah. Because if you don't mind big city, because because of the volume of the population, it's enormous. So if you freak out about the humans, then I wouldn't recommend it to big city. But yeah. but Tokyo is definitely. You got to see. I was worked in yeah, Tokyo for seven years, and and then come to London was I I amused that the less populated and more spaced out. You can see the blue sky actually, and the lifestyle is totally different. Yeah. But um, yes. So if you wanna go shopping, or like weird experience, then maybe Tokyo. History, maybe Kyoto, especially Nara. Nara is the 
it was the capital about 1300 years ago. Was it? And um, yeah, and there is a park because we do uh, speak a deer as a god. No, uh, it's like an angel. What's that? The, so we do treat the Shikadia as a god's helper or something. Yeah. So, and and then or the, as a tourist, you can buy the Shika Senbei, which is a treat for Shika, Shikadia, and you can actually feed them, right. and which is really interesting experience that actually the deer, you can touch the deer, the t- deer attack you maybe, yeah. if you got that treat. <laughs> <laughs> That might be interesting. And also my, my hometown, Fukuoka, is very famous for lots of food from everywhere. Sorry, what was that hometown? Uh, Fukuoka is Fukuoka. my hometown. Yeah. Because yeah. Tokyo, obviously, there is so many Michelin stuff, but it's super expensive. But yeah. coming to Fukuoka, there is just food for cheap price and then good quality, So, which is I, I highly recommend it, yes. Yeah, that sounds like a place I'd like to go to, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of food, good prices. Yeah, yeah. And also people are so nice as well. So right. it's like a Spanish people. People perhaps don't speak in the language, but they're trying to take you to the direction. So. That's another thing, isn't it? Um, to, yeah. to learn some basic Japanese would be good, I guess, before you go. But I guess it's got a high technology mobile phone. The mobile phone can talk to yeah. the other people, isn't it? So yeah. it be, <laughs> yeah. you don't need to worry too much, perhaps. I suppose that all I would like is, can I have two beers, please? <laughs> and my, my, yeah, friend, guess... my friend will pay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess my husband doesn't speak in much Japanese, but um, he can get away with it. Can go for drinking himself. So can he? Yeah. many people can. The young generation, especially, they can speak English a little bit. Especially the the record people, the vinyl collector people are. Yeah, they got little. Well, I guess if you feel like you want to connect to somebody, the language is not necessary. So be brave. You can go anywhere you Just want and get yeah. experience. Yeah. And also, you don't need to, well, I guess, to speak in Japanese. But um, most of the the cheap shop, cheap restaurants are like a ticketed. Yes. So you buy the ticket, give it to them, and then pay for them and then food is coming so so you don't have to keep worrying about what you're having and ordering you do it first yeah or either you can go to a restaurant and looking around people eating and you can say i want that yeah so that should be fine yeah but not what not their not their meal itself yeah i understand yeah yeah um, yeah so so you're um you're you're currently off work when do you expect to be going back uh expecting back in 12th april so it's another few weeks. That's when all the hairdressers open again. Yes. Yes, I can't wait. All my clients cannot wait. So getting appointment every day. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. And have you got any other, apart from the society, have you got any other projects coming up? Uh, so um, for the events, I really, I don't know what's going to happen for the future, but um, I want to do, all my uh, audience, there's, for the from events they told me it's nice to have all the events like experience together but then they want to do more concentrates of the events so am i going to do a choreography part or kimono dressing part or 
or the ikebana or so it's all like a one activity in one time they do like a whole month of like experience show or something yeah and to to raise in the money for the bristol children hospital have are there any other um you mentioned the one in bath and, and mm-hmm. obviously the one you've got in bristol are, are there japanese societies throughout the uk in other towns uh, not as a society perhaps but they do have a small community of like different japanese um community in throughout all the over the uk because i'll be hearing if you're a mom you have a kids um then you want to introduce or just japanese culture um example like in tonton the lady who uh i think she's from brazil and second generation japanese because in historically in um I'm sure around the 1900, early 1900, uh, the Japanese people, lots of Japanese people went to Brazil and uh, Peru for plantation workers, and they got a second, third generation of Japanese people there and coming to all over the world now. So they look like us, Japanese, but they don't speak any Japanese, but they're really curious about Japanese culture. Those people are also interested in uh, to introduce Japanese culture to local as well. And that's in Taunton? Yeah, that's in Taunton. Okay. So she does uh, small events in a library. Yeah. And also Cardiff. And uh, Cardiff and Japan also very strong relationship between Japan and, well, well, and the lady who uh, enormously invested their money to the culture events. So, yes. so I think they are twin, twinning as well for, I don't know which city, but they, yeah. they have a, and also, so London and Tokyo is twinning city. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the north no. of England, I'm not really have no but they used to have a japanese uh japanese guest house in north wales i'm not sure if it's still going no, on no but. well it so so it's been great talking to you now if, if anybody wants any any listeners from not just the uk but from around the world want, want to hear more about what you're doing um where can they reach you yamoko um, so I have uh, Instagrams and Facebook and Twitter is, you know, my email address and you can actually access and ask me all the questions in the Bristol Japanese culture or Bristol Japan show. You can research. Yeah, if you can research on any questions and I'll, I'll love to answer the question as much as I can. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put all that on the show notes. Um, yeah. and all on the social media channels so so if people are interested they, they can they yes. contact you thank you very much so it's been it's been lovely talking to you Mako so thank you so much for coming on yes thank you to, yeah, thank you for inviting us it's nice to talk to you and I really love to talking about Japanese culture if people wanted to talk to me about more about the Japanese culture and so on please let me know. Just contact me on emails or Facebook, Instagrams and Twitters. Oh, well, that's fantastic. Anything you wanted to. Yeah, that'd be lovely to talk to Brilliant. Thank you, Yamoka. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ross. 
You have been listening to Undercurrent Stories. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to share the show link to your friends and family. And if you have 60 seconds, I would be most grateful if you would please rate and review. To hear more episodes, please subscribe to the show and visit undercurrentstories.com. If you leave your email in the link, we will notify you as soon as new episodes are released. Also, check out our social media links, details of which can be found on the show notes. Until next time, this is Bob Wells wishing you all the very best.